Well, good morning, football fans, and welcome to the Elite Brothers Plumbing and Heating Adams County High School Football Coaches Show, hosted by Adams Memorial Hospital with breakfast served here at the West End Restaurant. Other sponsors are Mind's Eye Graphics, Adams Woodcrest, and Graber Insurance. Last night in area football games, Leo defeated Belmont by a score of 48 to 13. Huntington North took out DeKalb 28 to 12. Columbia City 35 over New Haven's 32. Norwell come from behind and beat East Noble 21-17. South Adams defeated uh, Adams Central 29-9 in our game of the week. Bluffton de- came from behind and defeated Greensburg 33-30. Woodland defeated Jay County 22-20. And um, in Fort Wayne schools, Carroll defeated Southside uh, 66-0. Bishop Dwinger took out Concordia 38-12. Northrop defeated Bishop Lures 35-25. Homestead took out Northside 56-36. Snyder Defeated Wayne 35-6. Fairfield took out Angola 29-17. Garrett defeated West Noble 21-0. Central Noble took out Lakeland 35-14. And Eastside defeated Prairie Heights 56-0. Warsaw defeated Goshen 41-28. And Plymouth defeated um, Wawasee 37-12. So with those uh, area games um, completed last night, uh, we'll be back after a commercial break with uh, Coach Michael Mosier from the Adams Center Flying Jets right after this. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs, from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you'll always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251. One East Water Street in Burn. The trained and knowledgeable staff of surgeons at Adams Memorial Hospital are dedicated to personalized care in surgical services. General surgeons Dr. Megan Arntz and Dr. Jennifer Taylor and orthopedic surgeon Dr. David Coates use the latest technology to perform a variety of procedures. The trained staff serves your surgical needs by providing individual care in a safe environment along with education for you and your family. As a local auto owner's independent agency, we are dedicated to assisting you in your time of need. We live and work right in your community, and we're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Fortunately, emergencies don't happen every day, but when they do, we're here to personally see you through for life, home, car, and business insurance. Call us, your local independent auto owner's agent, today. See me, Mark, Toby, or Barb at Graeber Insurance, Highway 27 North and Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. Thank you for making West End Restaurant in Decatur your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items, a Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End grilled cod sandwich, baked sweet potato, breaded pickles, jalapeno poppers, and we still have our old favorite. So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. And I am now joined on the phone by uh, Coach Michael Mosier of the Adams Central Flying Jets. Uh, Michael, you kind of had South Adams on the ropes last night. Um, That was probably one of the best football games we've seen in the past Mm -hmm. year. And uh, that first quarter was pretty much yours. Uh, What was your game plan that you uh, really kind of stuffed the uh, South Adams uh, offensive attack there? 
Well, you know, the, the game plan is just to play uh, hard-nosed, tough Adam Central football, and that, that's what we believe in, and that's what we were, were doing. I thought we did a great job of, of manning them up and, and zoning them up defensively and getting to getting to the quarterback. I mean, that, that was what we knew that we had to be able to do, and I, I felt we did that. Um, you know, offensively, it, it was just to, just to try to drive and punch and, and uh, ram that ball down, uh, down the defense as best as we could. And, and I, thought, I thought we were doing that. We knew we had to go inside and outside, and I thought we were successful doing that. I think the biggest, the biggest problem was when Alex Curry went down, and then you saw the whole, the whole momentum shift. And, and that was really the, the problem. I, I'm not saying that's why we lost, but it was a big part of, uh, of, of taking the wind a little bit out of our sails uh, because Alex is that that big of a uh, of impact player offensively and defensively. And if you, you know, you watched the game, you knew that that was a, a big, a big momentum shift for both sides. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I know that uh, uh, one of the things that I also did notice that uh, um, um, James Arnold is typically night to night, a pocket passer, but uh, mm-hmm. with the, uh, Attack of number forty-one, Joe Collier, being a backfield yeah. every every, nut, every play, yeah. um, he yeah. forced him out of the pocket, scramble, forced him a couple of um, interceptions early, and uh, I think yeah. defensively, that's probably one of your big keys was that uh, put pressure on Arnold and don't give him all night to sit back there and pick you apart. Well, absolutely. I mean, I mean that's that's what you have to do. Uh, you're not going you're not going to beat South Adams or even come close if you can't get to James Arnold. He's that good. Uh, and so uh, Joe had a big game. Joe, Joe knew he had to have a big game, uh, and Joe continually has to have big games. I mean, he, he's, he really is one of the best players in the area. There's no doubt in my mind he's an outstanding defensive end, uh, and he was able to put pressure on, on James quite a bit. we gotta, we got to get other guys on the team to be able to play up to that, that caliber as well as we go from here, as we, as we prepare for – uh, the postseason, we got to continually get better, uh, and that's you know that's our goal. We 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 made some strides last night. There's no question we did, uh, but we're still not there. You know, when, by by this by this point by game six, you're still you're still not clicking on all cylinders. You know, we still got a long way to go. You know, that second half of the season is coming quick, so we better be able to fix some things quickly and get things going as we uh, strive for that postseason. You know, with uh, Curry going down as he did in, in the second quarter, I know that uh, your running game kind of leaned on Blake Hirely yeah. and Hirely picked up the, the load and uh, had some real nice runs up the middle and uh, really put some good pressure up the middle on yeah. South Adams and uh, had some good yardage and a couple of trap plays and just, all in all, back to that uh, good rushing game from uh, Blake Hirely that we've seen all season long. Yeah, he he really is a, is a great back for us. You know, I, I think it, it, it hurt not having the tandem of Alex and Blake together to go inside and outside. But even, even though we took Alex out of the equation and they still focused on him, I thought Blake did a really good job. And our offensive line did a really good job uh, opening up some holes for him, uh, finding some ways to get downfield. I'm disappointed that we weren't able to finish some of these drives. You know, we, we left vacating the, the red zone. We didn't get into the, uh, didn't get into the te- into the end zone, so we needed to, and and that was a big problem for us. And and not having not having Alex and and throwing some other kids in there, it just really throws things out of loop. But I I believed our guys, even though we knew that it was going to throw us for a loop, 
they they did step up. I, I'm I'm so proud of our guys, uh, our young kids that had to had to rise up um, on the big stage, uh, coaches breathing down their throats and and having to to play one of the you know bet one of the best teams in our area. I thought they did a really good job. I'm very proud of them. Uh, we knew we knew it was going to be tough to beat them when Alex goes down. We know that, but our guys ro- rose up to the occasion, and we still gave them fits. We still gave them fits, and and that's something I was really proud of. And I know that uh, kind of the misdirection on that first score from uh, scrimmage with Drew kind of caught him mm-hmm. off guard, and Drew goes up the middle pretty much untouched yep. and runs for yep. the for the long touchdown. And that's yep. a good surprise from uh, Drew. You know, everybody's keying on um, Curry. And uh, Hirely, and then to have Drew come out and break a big one like that was was huge for you in the first oh, quarter. It, 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 it was huge, and and that's what we we hope to do. You know, we know everybody's going to key on two people. There's two people you got to stop. We know that you got to stop Alex. You got to stop Blake. You know, and so our our wing, our second, our two back, what we call them, our our other wing back has has to have those moments. You know, we're not going to rely on them all the time. You know, they're not our big playmakers. They're mostly our blockers, and and just like last night revealed when we when we call on their name they got to be able to produce and mason did that you know i think mason is really growing into that position and i think uh he's going to become our our starter starter there he's a he's a senior he deserves it and uh, he's going to get better and better as we continue to push him and and use him when we need to use him and so i think that that team's going to have to they're going to have to keep that in the back of their mind they have to know they can't just stop to we got other weapons that we can use here and there. So, you know, it's just it's about progressing. It's about getting better. Um, you know, I'm disappointed that we we lost. Obviously, so are our kids. But you know, at this point in the season, you know, hey, okay, you 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 put this behind us and you go on and and you you push forward and and you know that if if we can continue to get better, there may be another opportunity down the down the pike that uh, we can play them again. And we hope we hope we have that opportunity. I know, I know our kids would be ready. I know that uh, late in the uh, game when Adam Central still had a lot of fight left in him, uh, yeah. you went to the option, and uh, it was really nice because uh, everybody was kind of keying on Hirely. And uh, two or three plays in a row, you know, your quarterback keeps the ball, goes around in for some big yeah. yards, a couple of first downs. Yeah. And, and that's the that's the edge that you have to keep them on yeah. on their toes because uh, if the, if Curry's not there for the big run around the outside and you're keying on Hirely, I mean, that big run up the middle, uh, bouncing around the outside with uh, – quarterback was a really good uh, play calling a yeah. couple of series there well you know it, it it's something that has to happen it's part of our offense you know we rely a lot on you know we're a run team you know we, we really are you know you've watched us play there you, you know what adam central is going to do we're going to run the ball and if if we can't do play, play action or keepers we're in trouble and so you know that keeper plays a a, a big play for us because you know you have you have to honor blake hirely you know, if you don't honor him and you want to stop the keeper, well, we're going to keep, we're going to give it Blake down, down all the way down the field. You know, and I think if, if if you have to decide which what which one that you're going to take away, and you know, you know it's coming, but you just don't know when. And I think that's uh, a key to coaching is is be able to uh, to bring bring teams in and bring teams in, and then then hit them when we need to. So I, you know, I, I thought we did a good job with that. Uh, and we and Ryan Ryan Black has done you know a, a great job with that too, and I think he's getting better and better and better, and uh, I'm I'm proud of what he's doing. You know, you're not a passing team, but in the third quarter, you come out and you threw the yeah. ball in one yeah. series, and, and I'll tell you what, Ryan Black can throw the ball. I mean, he's got some good snap oh, yeah. on the ball. Um, yeah. I think a couple of times he had receivers that were just not in the right position, but uh, 
good snap on the ball, and he can yeah. throw the ball, and uh, you guys can go to that if you really have to in that game situation. Yeah, I, I think he does. I mean, he's still young. You know, we, we, he's not a Dallas Waller, you know, and, and he knows that. and He's growing into that position. He has a, a, a good arm. Um, he, can, he can throw it real well. Still struggles a little bit with accuracy a little bit, and that's what we're working on. But that's his, his youth coming out. I think as he develops and matures and grows, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that he's going to grow into that position and be able to have that accuracy a little bit more. But he can throw it. He can throw it a country mile. You know, if you let him. So uh, we just got to be able to get better. We got to get better at hitting those things and, and, and using those things. I mean, it's crazy that we, we are a run team, but if people will watch us, we really do practice the pass. I mean, you come into our practice and you're like, what is Adam Central doing? Why are they throwing so much? You know, because we, we have to, because we don't do it much. So when we do it, <laughs> we better practice it. We better know what we're doing. So we do practice. Well, if you, awful lot of passing. if you know how to run, you don't have to yeah, practice run. If you don't have to run, <laughs> if you, have, you don't have to practice to run, you can, might as well practice pass a little bit because you know you can run. Right. <laughs> now, um, if you talk about Curry's injury. I mean, from looking yeah. at it, it looks like he got a rolled up ankle. Is there any yeah, long-term? High, high, what, what our trainer says is at this point without without any you know x-rays or anything like that, I, high, anchor, high ankle sprain is, is what we feel it is. Um, you know, it, we, we don't play this week yet. Um, you know, I'm not sure if we are, it might be a blessing in disguise because we got beat up last night, you know, and it, it we're going to have to really be, be real picky about who we do play if, if an opportunity arises, because I, I think it might be beneficial for us to have a bye week right now with, we got some, you know, uh, Josh Smith, um, who suffered that, um, mild neck sprain, uh, back at East side ended up doing something to his knee. I'm, I'm still not sure what, what, so he went out in the third. Alex has a, has a high ankle sprain. Uh, we got some others like my son, Josh, who is so, so wanting to get back on this field. And, and, it, you know, he's starting to, he got uh, released to play. So, you know, he wants to get back in, but not quite there yet. So maybe another, another week might be good for us. That's something we're going to have to really analyze and look at. And as a staff decide, maybe this is best that we don't have a game. Well, 1A football is, you know, next man up kind of thing. And I know yeah. that uh, oh, yeah. your uh, your cousin with one last, or one last S uh, last night, he was uh, kind of <laughs> yeah. beat up to his O-line. I had two senior offensive linemen that were on the sideline and had to switch some guys around. And that, that kind of was maybe the evener that uh, let your defense kind of control them a little bit mm-hmm. with a couple of big horses of his not in the front line and yeah. with a new center. And, a, and as a coach, that's what you have to worry about with uh, 1A football. You don't have a, a huge no. pool of talent to go into to find you another no. another six-foot uh, guard that weighs 250 pounds to step in there <laughs> and take his place, right? No, this is 1A football. This is what you got, you know, and – and it, and it is, it's week to week. And, you know, we got so many kids in one, a, that go both ways, you know, again, and like we talked, Alex, now Alex is not just our, our, our wing back. He, you know, he's a, our, he's our deep safety guy. He's, he was the guy on, you know, true Stutzman. And, and, you know, it just, it, it just throws everything for a loop. So yeah, you better be ready and, and just pray that, you know, kids stay healthy because it really is a faction that in football, as in other sports, but football in particular, it's a physical, physical game, and you got to have your best kids on the field all the time. And if you don't, then yeah, it's it's it, it, it's a factor. 
Yeah, in, in your first series, you turn the ball over and uh, uh, give the ball to South Adams, and they yeah. drive down. Yeah. And then Curry with a big pick on a goal line. So, I mean, yeah. you, two yeah. turnovers in the first first quarter, <laughs> and, and both teams are swinging for the fences, and it's like, okay, yeah. this is going yeah. to be a wing-dinger of a football game, and yeah. it was. And I think for three quarters, you played it, it pretty play. tough. Yep. And yeah. um, as, like you talked about for next week, you don't know if you have a game yet. Uh, we will be looking right. at that because uh, a couple of our options are, are limited as uh, – Belmont yeah. is playing at New Haven, and they may not allow a radio in that press yeah. box. So right. um, if you pick up a game, that could be a possible game, or we have a couple other options, uh, one other yeah. option. But uh, once again, like you said, is it a good thing to set out a week, or is it a bad thing to set out a week? Yeah. I mean, if you're resting players yeah. that are kind of banged up a little bit, it's not a bad thing. And with the yeah. season that's kind of uh, screwed up like this season is, <laughs> I mean, there are no rules, so I guess you can set your own rules yeah. about uh, what's right and what's wrong, huh? <laughs> It is, and uh, we are going to be evaluating that uh, very, very hard as to what might be best. We'll be, we'll be uh, texting and calling each other today to think about what we need to be able to do. And at this point, I don't have any, uh, any calls from my AD. I know he's working on it, so if I don't get any calls, there's our answer. So we may, <laughs> it may be taken out of our, uh, out of our hands anyway. Well, he's getting pretty good at it because uh, week number two or three, you had to do yep, that uh, yep, when Monroe yep. Central backed out. So, I mean, yep. it, there's a lot of teams out there looking for games because of there other is. people pulling out. And uh, yep, it, it's yep. the way it goes, and we'll have to work through it and see what happens. So, uh, yes. wish wish best of luck to all your players that uh, got banged up a little bit last night. Yep. Uh, hope that uh, you guys do find a game, or if you don't find a game, you uh, get a well-deserved rest. Yeah. And uh, either way, uh, we will talk to you sometime during this next week and see how things go. All right. Thanks, Rex. Appreciate it. And that's been Coach Michael Mosier of the Adam Central Flying Jets on the phone. We'll be back with uh, our next coach, uh, Nick Hall, if his biscuits and gravies are finished over there yet. And uh, we'll be back right after these messages from our fine sponsors. Want to make your home a more comfortable place, but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solutions for every budget. When you turn to Leakty Brothers, your Carrier expert, they'll show you the full lineup of best-in-class home comfort systems and help you pick the one that best fits into your home budget. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Hi, this is Kent at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Our dedicated professional staff can move your sorta idea into print reality. Hi, this is Greg Kitson from Mind's Eye Graphics at 1019 West Commerce Drive, Decatur. And I know how sometimes you know what your screen printing should look like, but well, how do you get that image on a shirt or a blanket or a towel? Here at Mind's Eye Graphics, we make your idea real. Stop and talk to one of our staff, because if you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. Forget the busy times and start thinking about leisure times. Adams Woodcrest is about enjoying retirement. With no maintenance waiting at home, you're free to do the things you've dreamed of for years. It's time to start living again. It's easy to call Adams Woodcrest your new home. For visits and tours of Adams Woodcrest Retirement Community, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, please call 260-728-3989. Woodcrest, member Adams Health Network. Exceptional care, close to you. Thank you for making West End Restaurant in Decatur your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items, a Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End grilled cod sandwich, baked sweet potato, breaded pickles, jalapeno poppers, and we still have our old favorite, 
So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. Welcome back to the Leaky Brothers Plumbing Heating Adams County High School Football Coaches Show. Hosted by Adams Memorial Hospital with breakfast service here at the West End Restaurant. Other, other sponsors are Adams Woodscrest, Mind Eye Graphics, and Graber Insurance. I'm now joined by uh, Nick Hall of the Belmont Braves. And uh, Nick, after you've uh, enjoyed your wonderful breakfast here at the West End Restaurant, your usual is the, the biscuits and gravy, I, I see, that uh, always goes down well. Um, you had a football game last night, and you're you're playing a, another tough team, Leo, who's one of the better teams in the area. And uh, uh, from looking at statistics, looks like you you guys kind of hung with them a little bit. I mean, they scored they scored early and fast, but you guys got some yardage, got some got some points on the board. Uh, I know that's a tough team to play, but uh, what do you take out of your game for last night? Um, I mean, our kids they came out and played hard. Um, they scored. I think they had 21 in the first quarter, something like that. Um, the turnovers killed us last night. I think we had two or three turnovers, and they capitalized on our turnovers. I mean, they we turned it over. They scored two or three times. Um, but like I said, our kids played hard. That's a really good Leo football team that we played last night. Um, like I told the kids after the game, that team is going to make a push in, in 4A postseason. I mean, that's a yeah. really good team. Uh, they're pretty sound from their quarterback down to their left tackle to their receivers. They know what they're doing. They're very disciplined. I mean, it's a damn good team. So. And they they run that uh, that kind of option that uh, they run three or four guys in a line, and it's really deceptive to know who's going to have the ball and who who you're going to have to key on. Sure, and um, I mean, we told our kids all week make them beat us with the pass, and they beat us with the pass. <laughs> um, I mean, we you followed your game plan. We, I mean, yeah, we we uh, we said we want them to beat us with the pass, and they and then their quarterback was four or five for 162. Yeah, uh, four touchdowns. <laughs> so um, I mean, they had two good receivers that were pretty fast. The one kid's a Division One kid that looking has offers from another like Mac schools and whatnot. I mean, fast, like six three, six four. Um, but as far as the run game goes, I mean, we pretty much did what we needed to do to stop the run game. I mean, or we had, we had tackles for loss. We had plays that we stopped at the line, stuff like that. Like on offense, we moved the ball. I mean, we had a little. Like, close to 200 yards of offense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we played hard, like I said. We didn't give up, and that's why I told them all week, just do not give up, play your butts off. This is going to be a, a tough game to play. It's a good, tough team. They're always good. Just play hard. And they came out and they played hard. So And that, and that's what you want. I mean, is, is you have a young team that you're trying to build a new program, it's like if, if your kids come out of it and they've played a tough game, but they've, they've given them 110%, I mean, that's all you can ask of them. It's not like you have this big talent pool on a school the size of Belmont compared to Leo and the, and the other teams at East Noble in your conference that uh, you're just going to go into your hallways and find, you know, other 20 kids that are, are big physical football style kids and you're going you're going to play with what you got. That's I mean you're playing 3A football but you're basically like a 1A team. Yeah, I mean that's every team we're playing. Every team we're playing is pretty much two platooned. Um we have I want to say six, seven, eight guys that never come off the field. Um I mean but those guys when they're out there they're battling their butts off and they're um I mean, they're giving <clears throat> they're giving their all the whole game. And like like we told them, that's all we can ask for. Like, well, you will never yell at you or fault you for making a mistake when you're giving 100. percent But when you're out there not giving 100 percent and you make a mistake, that's when we're going to get on you. So, but yeah, like you said, we don't have those the luxury of going through the hallways and picking out 10, 12, 15 more athletes to have in our field, which there are some still in our school that that should be playing. But um, 
we don't have the big pool like Leo, East Noble, Columbia City schools like that. So I know that uh, you've got some guys that uh, younger guys are starting to step up, and I know that uh, last night uh, your rushing was uh, led by your quarterback uh, John Allen with a couple oh. couple of touchdowns and uh, pretty good yards rushing. But uh, what was it? Just the uh, the outside run game or inside run game wasn't there. He had to go to the RPO, or, or how did that it, all come about? It was about? it was a little of both. Um, we start hitting them with um, some tosses, and then they start flying their safeties, and we start, you know, going up the middle. Um, I mean, we had some pretty decent push there in the middle. Um, that may have a kid that has close to a dozen D1 offers, Big Ten, stuff like that. I mean, um, Dylan Velez and um, Don Robinson, there's a few times had him four or five yards downfield. Um, so, I mean, they stayed low, and those are two young guys. Dalton's only a junior, and Velez is only a freshman, and I thought both those guys played pretty well there on the offensive line last night. So, so what you need to do is you need to have uh, Dylan Velez go out and find some more freshmen in the hallway that uh, want to play football this year, next year, and uh, they come around three years later. They're seniors and uh, they're big studs for you. That uh, that's Absolutely. the kind of that's the kind of thing you need to build up. And it's like it. This is not a recruiting area. You're not going to go and recruit kids to play football for Belmont. So you're going to have to home grow them, and uh, that's. That's things that you're trying to work on. I know you got some support in the in the uh, community trying to help you build that up and do that the right thing. You got a young coaching staff that's excited, and uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if you have excitement, you have enthusiasm, and uh, your kids are willing to try and play hard. I mean, they can only get better. Absolutely, and uh, like you said, we're not going to go out and recruit kids from different towns, stuff like that. They're all going to be homegrown. Uh, right now, I mean, I'm pretty excited for those seventh and eighth graders are going to be coming up through, mixing with our freshman sophomore class, and um, we, there's like 20-something seventh graders playing this year down at the middle school level, and there's some decent-sized kids down there. Um, so, yeah, there's some hopefully some linemen coming up through here and a couple of skilled players, guys coming up through. And I think we talked before, next year we plan on starting a flag football league here in town and, you know, getting some more interest coming out and maybe pulling some kids away from the soccer team. And so we'll see what happens. And I know that uh, we talked about your your game next week is at uh, New Haven, and uh, New Haven has uh, typically been one of the stronger teams in the in the league in the NA8. But uh, this year they're down a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's a game for you that next week that's very winnable. I think so too. Yeah, um, they have a uh, pretty good quarterback. He's like six four, two forty. Uh, he can r- run. He can pass. Um, you want to tackle that size, and they get a quarterback that size. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a big boy. Um, he can. I think he threw for like 400 yards last night against uh, Columbia City. But um, yeah, they're it, they're a good team, but it's a winnable game, like you said. Um, if we stay disciplined, run what we need to do, they're going to make mistakes. I mean, they're 16, 17, 18 year old kids, just like our kids are. Uh, we come out, play hard, hit them from the beginning. We'll be in the game as long as we're playing hard and doing what we're supposed to be doing. So. That's one of the things I heard from a, so another person I work with. They, they played New Haven in the scrimmage, and they said that they're very undisciplined. I mean, uh, they have some very athletic kids, but the discipline level just kind of drops off, and uh, that's where they really lack what it takes to like bring that whole team together. And, uh, and if you have a, a team of kids that are very disciplined and uh, go to their positions and play their spots the way they want, I think that's when you can uh, overcome a team that maybe is more talented than you are when you just outplay them. Sure, and yeah. so far this year I think we've been pretty disciplined. I mean – I think we average like maybe half a penalty a game. To be honest with you, I mean we we don't we don't get very many flags thrown off or anything like that. It's not that you can imagine having fifteen penalties in the first half or anything like that because yeah, that would just be yeah, unbelievable. I, yeah, I don't it? I don't let my kids do those kind of things. 
<laughs> yeah, I kind of turned the eye towards uh, Coach Grant Mosher has slipped in for the side for his breakfast. But, uh, yeah, penalties, penalties in some of the games we've seen this year, it's either they don't call anything or they call everything. And we, last night was one of those every play a flag came out. We've been pretty fortunate in our games that there have not been that many. I, I shouldn't say fortunate, but there have not been very many flags thrown during our games. And there have been times that there should have been flags thrown, but – I mean, I'd rather them not throw a flag and let the kids play and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, I mean, they, there was only like three penalty calls last night in our game for the whole game, which our game lasted like an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, I mean, both of us ran the ball pretty much every time, and we, when we run the ball, the clock just keeps on going and going and going. So, no, you didn't get into official running clock, did you? Was um, it in the second half, was it running clock? The second or? half, I believe. Okay. Middle of the third, I think it might have been, something and, like that. And what we found with that new rule, I mean, in some cases that, that's a good rule, but I'll tell you what, the game goes fast, and your second-half sponsors in a football game really get cheated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, next thing I knew, we had four minutes left in the third quarter, and I think we only had one one possession. And I'm like, holy cow, like this is going to, yeah. Yeah, that running clock kind of screws you a little bit, but. Now, we're also joined this morning by one of our new uh, WZBD employees, uh, Dane Filling, who's the Triple D sports editor. And, uh, Dane, uh, uh, what do you see as an uh, a outsider looking in at this uh, Belmont team and, and the way they've grown since week one, actually week three, since that's our first week of the season, and with the players that uh, Nick has available to him to have, try and turn this team into a, a something to be respected here in the next year or so? Well, I think that's two of the biggest things you just mentioned. Uh, not having a game in week one or week two, uh, you know, even if it was against Adam Central and South Adams, two very good football teams, that gives you an opportunity to assess the talent that you have. And then you guys were off of practice for how long also while everybody else was yeah, practicing. We, we two-week break there too. That that basically reset them back to, you know, the end of July, beginning of August. But you look at the NE8 standings, and you look at who's the, at the top right now, those are the three or four teams that Belmont's already played. So, you know, they've played the best teams in the NEA already and now have a chance to play uh, DeKalb and New Haven, who haven't won a conference game yet, and uh, then end up with East Noble. Which, but, which you know, they're both two really good teams still. So. Yeah. <laughs> there are no easy weeks our in the con- NEA. No, our conference is not the easiest conference around. It's a pretty, uh, pretty rigorous schedule each week. Now, uh, you played uh, the Norwell team and uh, played them uh, fairly tough, and then were you surprised that they came from behind and uh, beat East no, Noble last no, night? No, not at all. Norwell's a really good team. Uh, we talked throughout the week. I mean, that was, that's a, was a big game for them. And, uh, I mean, as a coaching staff, we're like, no, we think Norwell's going to beat them. And that's a that's a darn good team, Norwell. I mean, like it, we talked throughout the week that uh, they've been playing freshmen, Four years ago, I mean, they're all seniors now. I mean, this, I think there's like six or seven of them that started when they're freshmen. And that's a good team. And, uh, I, no, I wasn't surprised at all from that score. I thought it was actually going to be more lopsided than that. But, so. So that's one of those things you look at. Uh, this week's game is, is done and over. You start to gear up for New Haven for next week. Um, we, like we said, we don't know if that's the game we're going to cover. That's the game we're supposed to cover. But, uh we don't know. Uh, well, we're supposed to cover the Adam Central game, but they were supposed to play against uh, Southern Wells, and they've uh, taken their schedule to JV only. So Adam Central doesn't have a game this week yet. Uh, as Michael Moser said, they're going to try and work to get one or take a week off to recover. And uh, So we'll have to see which game we're going to cover. But uh, if the New Haven 
program l- allows radio into the box, that's probably the game we're going to cover. And uh, look forward to going up there and uh, seeing how you compete uh, against a school the size of New Haven that's really grown in the past few years and uh, with their talent pool that they have on a field. Yeah, about like every team in our conference, they're, they're all grown and we're just kind of staying the same. But like I've said, uh, our conference is no joke. It's a grind each week. Um, when you look at our schedule, our easiest opponent would have been AC probably, and they're a darn good team. So, um, I mean, that's no shot at them. But, I mean, I, I, I wish I could have went, we could have went back and played week one, week two, and to see where we're at in week six now. Um, so, like Dane said, we, we're starting – we started over pretty much. It was week three, and we're pretty much in July still. So, um, I just hope our kids keep grinding. They keep coming each day, working their butts off because we are getting better. You can see it when we're playing. We watch film. We're getting better. Kids are getting more confident. They're understanding what they're supposed to be doing. Like I told them, I said, guys, I'm I'm expecting you guys to perfect an offense that takes three years to perfect, and you need to perfect it in three weeks. <laughs> and they're like, well, what are we doing this for then? So <laughs> let's just try and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know, hopefully here in a year or two they understand, like, okay, this is why we're doing this. This is why we're doing that. So, yeah. At uh, week six, uh, some teams have some uh, some pretty decent injuries. We saw uh, quite a few injuries last night. Uh, even before the uh, game started, uh, Grant had a few of his senior linemen uh, that were out with injuries. Uh, how are you uh, injury-wise this point in the season? Um, actually, not too bad. We had a couple guys get banged up last night. Kyle Kuglon, um he got banged up, and um, Dylan Andrews, two of our two of our senior captains, they both got banged up. So. Um, I need to talk to their parents, talk to them, and see what's going on with that. Dylan had something to do with his leg, and Kyle had a head injury or something. So uh, we'll see what happens. Well, as always, uh, we uh, wish you luck. Uh, we know it's not an easy row to hoe in the uh, NE8, but uh, it's like anything else. You just kind of keep swinging. And then uh, the uh, the goal to beat for this season is 0-10. Uh, I mean that that's what it's been the last couple of seasons for you. So or score more touchdowns. Score more year. touchdowns. We'll yeah. see. Well, as I wrote, I wrote uh, in today's paper that you know I think there is at the end of the season looking at the sectional draw. I think there is that opportunity depending on how the draw comes to to face a team that's a little bit more in your league. And I, I really hope mm-hmm. that the way the draw works out that that your boys and Grace get the chance to. Uh, <laughs> To, to play somebody that's that's a little bit more on their level, a team like a Heritage or a Northwestern who doesn't have a win yet would would be a great opportunity for you guys. Absolutely. I mean, we were looking at it last night. I mean, you look at our sectional. There's three teams that are the top three: Concordia, Norwell, and Oak Hill or Peru. And then after that, I mean, no, I mean, even Peru's a winnable game. They don't play the teams we play. Concordia is a winnable game. Mm-hmm. Norwell will be a tough one. I'm not saying we can't beat them, but it'll be a tough game. So, I mean. You know, we, I, we we can win. A, I mean, it's it's a playoff. Anything can happen. So the last two wins that this Belmont team have are in sectional play. In sectional play, yeah. So I mean, it, so it's if you play in a really tough conference, sometimes your kids are. Uh, um, it's almost like uh, the Belmont wrestling team when you get beat up on practice by studs all week, and then you get to wrestle somebody in practice. That's the easiest match of the yeah. week. So maybe uh, getting beat up uh, in uh, your conference season all all season long, you get to that. That sectional game, find somebody that lets you advance out. And that's what we talked to the kids last night of the game. Like, guys, we don't expect to win conference. I mean, right now we're not expecting to win conference. This this conference schedule is preparing you for the postseason because we will not play teams like we're playing right now in the postseason besides Norwell because they are in our sectional. Um, but, I mean, 
like I said, our conference schedules will grind each week. And, uh, I mean, we're playing some athletes. I mean, each team we've played so far has had Division One athletes on them. I mean, it's a it's a tough conference. So so that just means you have to grow you some Division One athletes. Yeah, that's what we're working on. <laughs> well, I appreciate you taking your time to come in this morning. And, uh, as always, uh, I know your breakfast was, uh, was tasty here at the West End Restaurant. And uh, we do appreciate your time to come in and talk to us. And uh, we wish you luck next week. And I uh, do not know if that will be our game of the week. But uh, if it is, we'll see you there. All right, thank you. And that's been Coach uh, Nick Hall of the uh, Belmont Braves, and we'll be back with uh, Coach Grant Mosier of South Am Starfires right after this. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs, from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 250. One East Water Street in Burn. The trained and knowledgeable staff of medical surgeons at Adams Memorial Hospital are dedicated to personalized care in OBGYN services. Dr. Natalie Hoshaw specializes in obstetrical and gynecological surgery, including ablation, cervical cryosurgery, colposcopy, DNCs, hysterectomy, and hysteroscopy. Dr. Hoshaw also collaborates with Claire Thompson nurse midwife. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent. Someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See Mark, Toby, or me, Barb, at Graber Insurance, Highway 27 North in Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. Thank you for making West End Restaurant in Decatur your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items, a Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End grilled cod sandwich, baked sweet potato, breaded pickles, jalapeno poppers, and we still have our old favorite. So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. Welcome back to the Adams County High School Football Coaches Show, sponsored by Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating, uh, here at the West End Restaurant that uh, served breakfast to us. Host is Adams Moral Hospital. Other signature sponsors, Mind's Eye Graphic, Adams Woodcrest, and Graver Insurance. And now uh, I am joined by the coach of the South Adams Starfire, Grant Mosier and Grant, uh, you told me on the sideline before the game last night you were you were a bit nervous uh, because I looked and you had you set the uh, record for the season with uh, four kids on crutches. So um, <laughs> I mean that that's a good that's not a good thing, but uh, <clears throat> you were concerned. You had some movement on your O line, had to move some guys around, but I think your O line actually um, did quite well with that, except for your uh, I think uh, several times your center didn't snap the ball and everybody else went, and yeah. uh, you had a couple of a couple of. Procedure penalties, but uh, only only a few, just a few. What was it, Fifteen in the first <clears> half, <throat> something like that. <laughs> but uh, you know, as we talked about, I just talked with Coach Michael Moser. One um, A football, that's what you do. You you just go find another kid because uh, you're going to have injuries, and you just don't have the big gene pool to reach into to grab those guys out. And it's such a uh, cliche, but yeah, it really is next man up in a one A in school where you have everyone playing both ways for the most part, and. 
<clears throat> not a whole lot of depth. Uh, yeah, we lost Sam Platner uh, last week. We found out Monday he tore his ACL, which is, so his season's going to be done. That's our, our starting center uh, for the last year and a half. Um, Carter Lewis, our, our three-year start left tackle, is getting his MRI on his knee on Monday, and we'll find out more um, about him next Wednesday. So he's, he's someone we have to have, hopefully, for the for the postseason. So we're hoping his is just maybe a little sprain or something. A.J. Dahl went down last week with a knee injury. We find out his uh, information on Monday. Um, and we have a freshman, too, Isaac D., who <clears throat> broke his foot week one um, in the JV game. So, yeah, four guys on crutches. We, we can't. We look like the walking wounded out there. But it, Did it, Becky have to order some more crutches? We, we have maybe. I don't know. We, I told him I'd get a wheelchair if I'm in the moment. I'd be in the wheelchair right away, uh, milking that for everything it's worth. But we, I was really happy with our guys last night. They stepped up. We had, we had, that's, that was my biggest concern before the game was the old lineman we had moving in different places. Um, Timmy Davison, who was our, our running back last year, started offensive guard last night. He's played guard now for about three weeks. Um, <clears throat> Austin Gorner, he's more defense, played some guard for us. Uh, Braden Gilbert came back with uh, – he had a broken finger. He, right now he's just playing center with the club. He played center for about – he's probably snapped the ball maybe under 50 times total, uh, maybe, in, maybe in his life, in practice even. I was thinking if you're going to get a center, <laughs> get one that's got two hands. Yeah, it usually helps, doesn't it? <laughs> got with one hand. So Key success is not normally <clears throat> a one-handed center. Uh, we moved Big Hearn to tackle, but he's he's he can play pretty much anywhere. Uh, but we were just moving guys all over the place. But Coach Lehman did a great job getting those guys ready to go. He had different. Uh, he put in a lot of work this week getting things ready. Putting uh, he gave the kids cards uh, on their wrist wristbands. They could tell them where to go on each play almost, which helped out quite a bit. But I think the the biggest thing last night was our defense. Coach Steiner's game plan was absolutely incredible. Uh, trying trying to slow down Hirely. Um, Curry going down obviously is, is you never want to see that. Because um, injuries are horrible, but that that was a huge momentum swing for us um, on both sides of the ball. You saw him go down, and then we stopped. We stuffed him uh, inside the red zone, and then we came back on offense and threw the ball to Stutzman twice in a row, uh, who Curry was on right before that. Before we went out. So um, before the game, when I was down on the field interviewing you, and Adam Central come running on the field, there's a kid leading the pack out there, and you told me, you said that kid's huge, number 41, Joe Kyer, <coughs> and Joe Kyer was in your backfield in your quarterback's face all night long. So typically, James is a pocket passer, but not last night. He was scrambling because. Uh, your O line was having trouble keeping Big Joe out of the backfield. Yeah, he's he's an animal. Um, he's been that way now for a couple of years. I think he's a four year starter. So we were kind of excited about that matchup because uh, Big Hearn's a four year starter and, and Joe Collier's a four year starter. So seeing those guys as seniors now going back and forth a little bit. Um, but we we knew going in we had to have Somerset in the backfield helping out on that side. But I thought James did a good job for the most part uh, avoiding pressure and trying to get out of the pocket a little bit, make some plays. Now he threw two interceptions, one. <clears throat> the second one, Somerset kind of backed into him a little bit, but we we worked all week on getting the ball out quick. I think James was still 19 of 30 passing, which was pretty – with him you get so spoiled sometimes. You're like, 19 of 30 doesn't seem like it's very good, but <laughs> we'll take that all day long at high school level, 1A football program, 19 for 30 passing. Our receivers played well. Stutzman had 100 yards receiving. Warner had six six catches. Um, had a nice pass to Shock. Shock laid out on that trick play we had, and it was an incredible catch by Shock. And then he, like, he likes to milk it and act like he's hurt when he's not. And <laughs> – Come look at me walking off the nail. I'm just kidding. He, he, he was cramping pretty bad. But he made a nice play there. Uh, Nick Miller had two big catches. Braden Bixson, we had a nice play drawn up there. Um, where we sent him in jet motion, and then he, they, uh, he got outside the linebacker, and, and James just lobbed it up to him, and he ran for 20 yards for a touchdown. Um, and then Somerset ran the ball really well, I thought, last night. He had 24 carries, which is which is uh, a load for him. We haven't done that much with him this year because we, we usually play the first half, and but he had 24 carries, over 100 yards, I think 4.5 yards a carry, something similar to that. So he ran the ball well, and our O-line blocked for him well. So just I was really happy with everything last night except the yellow flags that kept coming out. And I think that's what, what it turned out to. I mean, a close close game in the first quarter, first half, 
and then you get in and you get a lead. So then you don't want to throw the ball a lot. So you want to go to the ground game, eat up some clock, and uh, give the ball to, to uh, just lost his name. Um, Somerset. Somerset, yep. up the middle, just uh, grinding away, yep. eating, eating up clock. It's a good thing to do there. But uh, I noticed last night and a couple of times where uh, James Arnold scrambled out of the pocket, had running room, and it's almost like he was afraid to run the ball and thought he went to pass. I mean, a couple of times he could have stepped up and gained some good yards. So I think that's one of those things that uh, you need to tell him, hey, you don't be afraid to run. Yeah. I mean, if you get open field, I mean, last week we saw him. We saw him scrambling for a first down, just get outside the sticks and stay out of people's way. Just don't get hurt in a big run. But uh, uh, don't be afraid to scramble out of the pocket if you're gonna if you got plenty of room because you guys guys you have guys that are flying down the field. Yeah. Your receivers <clears throat> have opened up the middle. There's lots of run room to run. I mean, we've even seen Tom Brady scramble for some big yards, and he's not a running quarterback either. <laughs> he's not. No. Now he now uh, James he's gotten better at that. Now he's he's the thing with him. You got to look back over his history here, where he he broke his foot um, in eighth grade, broke his foot sophomore year, tore his ACL sophomore year, um, and then last night you saw him after one play. I think he got his ankle rolled up on pretty good, so he's limping around then. And, and I'm trying to sub him out, and he's waves me off and keeps playing, which is he's a tough kid. He finished the game sophomore year on a broken ankle at Cherubusco, um, but but that's part of the reason too is I think he's he's kind of uh, beat up now too. It's going to be. We're gonna get. We're gonna sit some of our kids this first first week, first uh, three days, two or three days of practice this week. Nick Miller's had an ankle sprain all year. He has to keep uh, fighting through. Um, we just have some banged up kids right now. Uh, Christian Somerset's ankles hurting him still, so we got to get kids healthy because uh, we're, we're we're really close now for that conference championship. We need to go to Jay County and beat Jay County. We haven't played there. We haven't played well there historically. Um, they're down now a little bit, but but we have not, like I said, played well at Jay County since I've been here as a head coach. Um, then Wilden with their new coach, can, you never know what's going to happen there. So we want to get that first goal we have this year is win the conference, and we take a big step toward that last night. You know, we did see Miller come off the field several times limping, and it's like just put some more tape on it, Becky, and get him back <laughs> yeah, in right. the game, and that, that's what you do. But eventually when you get this tape cast on your ankle, I mean, you're limiting your mobility, and you know that you can you can run on it, but when you take the tape off at the end of the night, that's going to be sore. Yeah, absolutely. And and our kids, are, I think, are getting used to it. And, and the other part of that is, too, like I said, mentioned earlier, the first four games of this year, our ones only played two quarters. So last night's one of the second time this year they've played a full game. So that's that. And you're playing both ways in a full game. I remember as a player, so you you are beat up in the morning. You're beat up that night. Um, so so that was really good for us too, getting through that because if we're gonna make a run here um, and try and win sectional again and go farther than that, we have to be able to play two ways. Um, I also was happy with being able to run the ball last night and capitalizing the red zone for the most part. That's kind of been uh, our bugaboo the last. Uh, like that vocab word. It's that a was bugaboo. freshman year. Yeah. Ms. Cush class. Yeah. My wife makes me smarter to tell me, making me use big words on the radio, she tells me. But, uh, no, that, that was our our big issue in the last yeah. couple of yeah. yeah, for 14 people listening. They're impressed. We have some impressive. Hey, Willa Kay. Willa Kay listens every single week. And, and, and the rumor is she's going to make us uh, some of her special food for the coaching staff this week. So, Willa Kay, I appreciate that. Hopefully that's not just a rumor you're making Because that's what your us. coaching staff needs <laughs> that's is what we need. Food. We need more food. Exactly right. We need more right. food. No, but I remember, I remember we were talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got sidetracked by food. Yeah, yeah, that happens a lot. But uh, I tell you what, uh, it's it was a great game last night. Your uh, your ones had to play pretty much the whole game, and it gets toward the end. There's two minutes left to go, and uh, you basically knee the game out and uh, punt the ball away to them. And it's one of those games. I think you were both physically were Definitely. just firing, physically worn out. Uh, some injuries had kind of taken taken away, and it's like the game was at hand. And it's like I don't think that's a bad thing to just. 
knee that last series out, punt yep. the ball away, and then they come back, they take the ball, and they knee on the last play as well. I mean, that's one of those things where uh, both coaches said, hey, this this game is to the point where we don't need to get somebody hurt on uh, just a silly play and let's just get off the field. Yeah, that that point, it was already like 10 o'clock, it felt like. It was a long, long game. With it was all after 10. Yeah. So we were talking about, we'll run the bus, and no, let's just take a knee. And I tried to tell the ref, I said, hey, help us out here, because we, we need a little more time to run the clock. And they didn't really help us out with a whole lot of anything last night. But <laughs> but I said, let's let's end this game and get out of here and just enjoy the win. Anytime you beat Adam Central, you're obviously very happy. They're going to be one heck of a team the next two or three years. Man, they're young. Their junior class is loaded. They have some really good sophomores. I think they started four sophomores on defense. They started two freshmen last night. So the Jets are going to be really tough here the next couple of years. And, and, and if it happens like last year, we've got to be ready to play them again in regional. And you got to assume that you're going to play them with Alex Curry. Um, now hopefully we get some guys back. As well, we really need Carter Lewis back. That makes our offensive line a ton better with him. But uh, <clears throat> if we can make it through sectional and, and through some good teams in our sectional and they can make it through theirs, there's a good chance we play again in regional. You know, last year um, the game was pretty lopsided when you play them during regular season. They came back and they got you in a regional. Hmm. This game last night was, was very close. I yeah. mean, so you know you're going to have to coach your heart out in that next time you play them because uh, it's not like last season when you blew them out and then kind of got surprised by them yeah. later on. So it's it's one of those things, and uh, Dane, have you seen these these two teams play? Uh, what did I mean? You weren't there to watch the game, but you were listening to a couple of great radio announcers uh, uh, broadcast the game. What, what did what was your take on this big inner county rivalry? Yeah, Seth Sprunger did a really nice job on the call. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he did. He, he did. did. I watched it and I listened to you, of course. But uh, uh, I was really impressed with uh, the way, and I, I have been all year at the way James. Uh, you know, you say he's a pocket passer, but boy, he's awfully good when he rolls out, and he just has such great vision down the field that uh, it, it just shocks me watching other high school quarterbacks, you know, unable to do the same thing. But uh, I, I think Somerset is the key. Uh, the, he the way he runs allows South Adams to have those options, and and like Michael was saying at the beginning of the show, everybody knows they're going to run. And they're 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 either going to run left or they're going to run right or they're going to run center. But when you have that option of running a big back like Somerset, who will bruise you when you tackle him, that just opens up everything for Arnold. And, and I think as long as 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 the Starfires are able to do that, they're going to be awfully tough to beat. You know, a, a back like Curry will run around you and he'll make you miss, like a Logan <clears> Macklin <throat> and juke juke step a lot. Somerset doesn't do that. No. Somerset goes looking for small backs in the backfield, and he's like, I'm going to run you over just to make you look bad in front of your home crowd. He loves watching film and, and picking out ahead of time which DBs try to go low. He likes seeing that on films. I'm going after that kid right away. <laughs> I, told, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, but in practice, his, his little brother's a sophomore safety, and we usually blow a quick whistle doing hurry up in, in, in uh, practice. He'll always make sure to run those 10 extra yards to find his brother and make sure he runs him over every single time. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. And his, he's got a tough little brother, too, in Maverick, but it's so funny watching those two. And Mav's going to be good because of, because of Christian doing think, things like that to him. Didn't Mav had a big play on, on he did. defense last yeah, night? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he had a couple big plays. He's gotten he's gotten better and better um, every single time. He's one of the better players on JV right now. Our running back um, right now he's he's one of our backup running backs. AJ Dahl went down. He was our number two running back, and now it's probably going to be Mav if we need him. So luckily, Christian's uh, he's so durable. He really is. Twenty four carries, plays both ways. He's a four year starter on defense. Um, but I love that you said that because he has a huge he is a huge key to, to our success. Um, everyone talks about how all quick our receivers are and all the, all the speed we have, but Somerset gives that balance and keeps uh, defenses, especially when, when we play teams that they throw seven or eight DBs at us and we have some of the ball against those small with, with uh, not many guys in the box on defense, and he always takes advantage of it. 
I I didn't I don't want to miss this opportunity. I, I drop back in the central side of the ball game, but uh, Trevor Curry, freshman, <clears throat> came out and started doing a kicking for him last night, and I think he was kind of an equalizer. He got the ball deep on the kickoffs. Uh, they mm-hmm. came out, hit a thirty-five yard field goal, which is almost unheard of for Adam Central. Yeah. And uh, I think as a freshman, listen, as six foot one seventy-five freshman that can kick, and it's going to be like one of their tight end stuff. I think he's a real key to that f- game, to their uh, game in the future. Yeah, he, is that, are they brothers? Is that Alex's brother? I believe Wonder? so. Mm-hmm. Their brothers yeah. good. That's good. The more Curry's, the better. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> as a South Adams coach, yeah, that was they 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 on a kickoff. They pinned us deep a few times. Alex Gorney dropped one of those, and they pinned us deep. And yeah, when AC's kicking thirty-five yard field goals, you're in, you're in trouble. But uh, again, just really happy with with the way we responded. Just, we kind of had that. Uh, I don't even know how to say it, but. Uh, kind of elephant in the room for the last nine months after that regional game of of just uh, we're gonna have to play them again here and, and how are things gonna go and I think coaches run edge all week players run edge all week uh, just more than normal with nervous and, and getting a chance to redeem ourselves here a little bit so I'm just really happy with the way we came out and took care of business and I tell you what it, you learn a lot by going down on a field for the interview before the game but I tell you what the atmosphere in the field was jacked up yeah oh both Lord, sides yes both sides of the football the kids the kids were just intense in their warm-ups and you could hear it i thought i was gonna get run over a couple times <laughs> i thought i'm gonna get my get my old hind end off this field here before i get run over by one of these kids all excited but uh, uh that was a very juiced up field at kickoff and it didn't it didn't let off until well into the third quarter that, that's something about this rivalry it's so much fun and it's, and it's so much fun when both teams are good uh, we're ranked, I think, second. Maybe might move up to number one now with Lutheran getting beat last night, but NAC was ranked fifth. When you have two teams that are so close together and both ranked in the top five in the state, it's crazy. And you're already rivals in every other sport. I mean, it adds to that so much more. If we would have uh, full fans uh, allowed last night, it would have been an absolutely packed house. Um, but but it makes that rivalry so much fun. Before the game, we have character building, and we walk through the gym, and they're getting ready to stretch, and you could cut the tension with a knife. Both teams just looking at each other, walking through, and there wasn't trash talk or anything. But you could just tell it was it was about to go down as a, as a big game, and it was fun. We haven't had, I mean, as a coach, we we haven't got to coach much this year because we get up four touchdowns in in five minutes, and coaching's done for the most part. So I mean, we're still coaching, obviously, but you're not, like the play calling and, and adjustments are, are harder to do in some of those games. So it's fun to be in a close game like that. Well, I do, I do know that uh, these these kids are close friends. They live six seven miles apart, and I did see. A lot of sportsmanship, helping each other up after yeah. plays. Um, guys tackle each other, bounce and hit each other. Hey, that's a nice hit, uh, yeah. good play. I mean, there was it was class act both sides of the ball. And uh, I think that on Thursday this week, Dane and I get to cover a volleyball match between those two, same yeah, two teams. Right. And uh, those should those, be a good one too. They're those, both pretty good teams. Yeah, they should be good. Those, those girls may take a little bit of that uh, fury left over from the Friday <laughs> night game uh, into that volleyball match. But uh, one thing I did see last night is uh, the South Adams. Uh, Staff had brought in an extra set of bleachers over there mm-hmm. for the student section, and the Adam Central student section was completely full. It was packed. You yeah. couldn't have put <clears> one more kid on that set of bleachers. And uh, like I said, that's the intensity that you want from a high school football game on Friday night. I'm not sure who's in charge. I don't know if Mr. Arnold's listening, but I don't know who's in charge of putting their student section right by where we walk in and out of the field. <laughs> not the best idea I've ever seen. Because we walk in, we're getting we're getting yelled at right from the start location. of the game. Say, Are we at home right now? Location. This is location. a home game, isn't it? <laughs> we're walking, we're getting stuff yelled at us. The students are on top of us and like what is going on here mr arnold why you can put them anywhere else but not right walk in and off the field put them down in the end zone yes, down anywhere else or put them put yeah. them on that street over there by uh, on the outside yes exactly we, but we had we had a good turnout too i think we sold 90 student tickets um and we have a school of, i think we're down to like 330 right now and we have 50 kids on the team and they sell 90 tickets that's about half our school at the game last night 
So it's so pretty cool um, when you have those student sections going back and forth. It just adds to that atmosphere a little bit. And that makes it so much better. The first couple of weeks seem like more like a JV game without students there. So students just bring so much more energy, makes it louder. I can't hear, I can't hear parents yelling at me as much anymore, my <laughs> wife yelling at me from the top about the play calls I'm having, <laughs> as Alyssa likes to do that sometimes. But, no, it, it just adds to the atmosphere. And hoping more and more, maybe we might get uh, with uh, Governor Holcomb now opening up uh, to Stage 5. Uh, I think it starts today. I'm not even sure. Yes. But that could change maybe the way we do pl- the playoffs. I don't know or what it looks like, but hopefully we get more and more fans. You know, with the schedule being rearranged, we've been at South Adams uh, more times than any place else this, this season. And one thing I, I want to bring out that uh, people don't even think about hardly, but Jesse Gaskell is doing your music for you. Yeah. He takes the time to actually play maybe five or six of your band's songs mm-hmm. during the game instead of, you know, pulling some canned music. But your band is actually there and playing. And you guys have a very good band. And the yeah, fact absolutely. that your band cannot come to the game, yes. I mean, those band kids practice all year long to, mm-hmm. to be at the football mm-hmm. games as well. So I, I really appreciate the fact that he was able to bring them into the game and be part of that team. Yeah, I love that. That adds the atmosphere. I noticed that as well, that he does that. And he has... He plays and plays some of those college uh, band songs you hear too, whether they play at college games and just plays between plays. Uh, the atmosphere be. I feel bad for those kids because they work. They work. They work just as hard as we do, and they want to be part of the the pregame and part of the halftime. Um, so I don't know if that's something that could change as well because they're they're fun to have around. Mr. Amstutz obviously does an incredible job with our band program. Um, he's done it now for I think 95 years. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. He's probably hopefully he's not listening, but he's, he does an incredible job with that program. Um, so it'll be fun to hopefully get those guys back as well. So, um, Dane, as uh, you're sitting in on uh, this this week's show to help out a little bit, uh, there's some things that you and I are working on to uh, uh, help maybe improve or, or widen our schedule for that season that's that's coming up here next. And we're, we're thinking if we can get through football season without this big COVID pandi- pandemic and they actually let a closer contact sport than football and wrestling yeah. go on, uh, that's something that we're going to do. And uh, we're – Working on some new things to maybe open some things up. Uh, well, if Coach's team doesn't hurt all the wrestlers in the county. We, <laughs> right, right. So that's sure. what I asked Jesse last night. Can can uh, Dahl still throw a headlock with one leg? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's his thing. Isn't that's his move? Yeah. Isn't he? I'm sure he'll be Pick able to pick up this bad leg, and I'm going to hit you a headlock. But is is Black a wrestler? A quarterback from Ab Central? Um, I don't think I so. Platner put a hit on him that I haven't seen a hit like that in a long time. Jacob Platner loves to hit, but he put one lick on him that man, I could. He, Black is a tough kid. Got back up and he was ready to go again because. He got leveled. I, I'd be down. I'd still be down if that was me. Now, I, I, I took some grief from the South Adams booth, but I told him, I said, he led with his helmet. He speared I, He absolutely him. did. He, he absolutely did. He should have got flagged yes, up. Yes, he should have. And they're yelling and screaming at me, and it's like, no. Yes, you're if, absolutely right. If Joe Collier yeah. hits James Arnold with his helmet yes. and his chest like that, this side of the fans yes. would go ape crap. Absolutely. Okay, so – I they were they were out of flags is the problem. They had flags <laughs> left to throw. They were already gone. But I tell you, it was a big hit. Yeah. And Black was down, got up by yep. the next series, come back in, and it's like tough kid. And and, and he's just a tenth grader too. Yeah, and I know. and I know they, they've got some talent coming up. And uh, those are those are teams that are just going to be here for a while. And, uh, and it's it's a great rivalry. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad we we're there to see it. And that's that's a game that's on the WZBD schedule every year oh, yeah. for that reason. Someone told me the other day. I think I might said on the air a while ago, but it's turned into the ACC turned into the Adams County Athletic Conference. <laughs> Has been. <laughs> and, for in years. football, we, yeah, we, we go back. If we win this year, the conference, it'll be four years in a row now where it's been either AC or South. I mean, five years even. They might have won three straight. I'm not sure. But it'll be five straight years where, where one of us has won. I, I'd, I'd say right now AC is probably going to be the favorite next year um, with all they bring back. So, I mean, it is fun to have two of the best teams in our conference uh, right here and playing each other. Um, 
uh, maybe 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 I'm wishful thinking, but I think there's a chance they can go two A. Maybe next year would be okay. They're they're getting bigger and bigger too. So uh, we'll see here. But yeah, it's just again a fun game to be a part of. Done it, and I've been a part of that now since since seventh grade. Um, and I remember even back then, and it, it's you're, you're nervous as a seventh grade player about Adam Central game. That's the game you circle, in in every sport, played basketball and baseball and everything you do. It's always trying to beat Adam Central. And I do want to throw a, a shout out to your buddy uh, over in Wells County, Coach Kunkel. No, uh, that, we don't need to do that. That no. game started late. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they were behind. They trailed and come back and scored a, scored a field goal with like a minute left to go in a game to yep. win that game, thirty three thirty. So uh, that's a team that. Uh, Probably number three in the ACAC yeah. right there with you guys. And uh, they're, they're a team that uh, has to be reckoned with. Yeah, absolutely. And, and AC has them coming up here soon. They are. They're, he does a good job with that team. Um, the, the conference is down right now. Other than you, t- you take the top two, three teams, and it's, it's down right now. It's, it's no secret there. Um, but we're hoping now. I think Colkman will turn around Heritage. Um, <clears throat> and some of these teams get better and better. We need Southern Walls to come back with the varsity team. They're JV only right now. But go back to that, the days where the ACAC was uh, was one of the best small conferences in the state. I'd love to get back to there because it's fun when fun when you're you're good and other teams are good as well. Um, but yeah, it it, it is uh, just interesting uh, as you say that. But Bluffton's getting better and better. They're, I think they're five and one now. Yeah. Um, now we we took care of him pretty easily. I don't know if he's listening or not, but we took care of him pretty easily. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> remember he was supposed to come to breakfast that next he day. And you said he's day. he's not coming to tomorrow. <laughs> so, but uh, I'd like to thank you for coming in. You got a breakfast to go waiting on you over there, and uh, you you're going down to play Jay County next week. That could end up being our game of the week. We don't know for sure, but uh, that could be. And uh, it's one of those things that uh, as the season goes along and with changes, uh, we have to be able to adapt, just like football coaches do. And uh, I'd like to thank you for coming in, and uh, Dane, like to thank you for setting in this week and uh, kind of adding your thoughts. And uh, Dane and I will be on the air for a volleyball match between the Adam Central Lady Jets and the Lady Stars on Thursday night this week. Uh, stay tuned for Colts football tomorrow. They play the late game in the afternoon as they play the Jets. And uh, with that, I'd like to thank Steve Gagel for running board for us, and thank thank all of our fine sponsors for allowing the uh, f- football coaches show here on the radio. And uh, we will tune in next week at eight o two for more football talk. Channel Z, 92.7 FM, is WZBD, Burn, Decatur, and Bluffton.